Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of the Warrior Goddess Witchcraft Podcast. I'm Teresa Edge, and today we're going to be discussing the magic of claiming your will and igniting your strength. Now the key word for this lesson is reclamation, which aligns directly with the warrior's journey. Our inner warrior is our champion when it comes to retrieving what is ours that has been lost, as in our power, our energy, or even our sense of self. And whether we lost it ourselves or we for whatever reason gave it away, we reach a point where we need to reclaim it in order to heal and to repower, re-empower ourselves. Now to help do this, we can call upon the energy of the solar plexus chakra. This is the chakra of willpower, esteem, confidence, focus, and determination. And these are all words that describe the warrior's journey. The ruling element of the solar plexus chakra is fire, and that happens to be a very powerful tool in the arsenal of both the warrior and the witch. We can create rituals to metaphorically burn bridges or burn our connections to the past or even to people. The element of fire drives our passions and our willpower, and I invite you to think about ways that you can bring more fire into your magic as you create rituals to reclaim your power and strength. And there are two key components to help you as you do this. And the first key component is clarity. Now, clarity is something that I've emphasized in several of our past episodes because it's just that important. You don't drive a car without being able to see. You don't make a new recipe without knowing the instructions. Um, And similarly, you don't set about acting out your intention to do something unless you know precisely what it is you're setting out to do. I love this quote by James Wilhelm. He says, be clear about what you are choosing. You will manifest exactly what you desire. The universe does not interpret your meaning. So, you know, what he's saying here is basically, you know, the universe doesn't speak in human language, right? It it doesn't understand English. It understands frequency. And so what you want to do is match your energetic frequency to the intent that you desire, what it is you want, and how you do this is through clarity. You have to get very clear on what it is you want. Ask yourself, what is your highest vision and purpose for yourself or for what your desire is? And take the time that you need to figure this out. You can meditate or journal about it. You can do an inquisition ritual where you ask a higher power to give you guidance. Or you can just simply heighten your awareness and look for a sign in your environment that resonates with you and gives you the clarity that you're seeking. The point is to tap into that inner truth where everything starts shifting into place and the way forward is clear and it just feels right to you. Now intention without clarity will never get you where you want to be. 
so don't rush the process. Once you gain the clarity that you need, it will be worth all the time it took to get there. And what it looks like will be different for each person, because we all are on our own journey of reclaiming our power. Everyone's story is different, so everyone's path of healing is different. Take the clarity you receive and apply it to your act of reclamation in a way that empowers you. Embrace the energy of fire and the solar plexus chakra and individualize your unique vision of who you are and what you want. Know that in following your own intuitive magic, you are absolutely doing what is right for you. Okay? Now, before I tell you the second key component in reclaiming your power, we're going to take a small break and I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome back. Now, the second key component in reclaiming your power is authentic action. And what this means is that we have likely misused our willpower up until this point simply because we had no idea how to actually use it properly. And this likely resulted in us using one of four coping strategies to try to survive. Heather Ash goes into this in detail in Warrior Goddess Training, so I'll briefly discuss what they are here, and I highly recommend that you take the opportunity to read more about them because this really provides a brilliant way for us to heal and to reclaim our energy. Now the first core strategy is called controller and this is where a person needs to be in control at all times over everything and everybody. They get their security by having all their ducks in a row and their problem comes when those ducks wander off. Control is great to a point but getting OCD about it is not good. And I say OCD because this happens to be my particular coping strategy and I know exactly uh, you know, where this particular coping strategy is coming from. Uh, it's, it's very difficult needing to be in control of everything all the time. And even after you recognize that this is your coping strategy, um, it still comes into play trying to heal it because then you're trying to control how you stop controlling. So it's it's very difficult and that's again coming um, first-hand knowledge there. So it, for my fellow control freaks, um, I, I feel you. I'm, I'm there with you. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, the second strategy is called distractor in which a person uses distractions to avoid their issues and they create a false sense of safety in doing this. Distractors are usually great multitaskers but can be too scattered energetically so it's often the case that nothing really gets done despite how busy they always seem to be. And the third core strategy is isolation. And some people use isolation in conjunction with distraction because some people will say, I'm just too busy, I need to go because I'm too busy, I've got too much to do. So it's very much a case where some of these core strategies can be used together and enable each other. 
Now what isolation um, or people who isolate do is they hide or run from anything that makes them uncomfortable. Um, you know, even though deep in their hearts, they really might want to connect with other people. So it, it puts them in a no-win situation. They really want to make that connection, but they're so afraid of their emotions or in dealing with conflict that they just, they have to just run away from it. They have to hide. And it makes it very difficult for them to even acknowledge sometimes, um, you know, what it is that, that that has to be done in order to heal. And the last strategy is pleasers. And obviously, as you can tell just from the title, it's about pleasing everyone around you. Uh, you just can't seem to say no. Um, this is a strategy that I also employ. Um, and I know very well um, how personal power is lost when you're the one handing it over to others basically on a silver platter. Um, so it's very uh, funny for me personally, being a controller and a pleaser, I give my power away, but then, I don't know, somehow I guess I control what they do with it. I, I'm not sure I'm still working that part out. Um, anyway, so all these strategies are ways that we lose our power, and so in our effort to reclaim it, we really need to understand which strategies we use why and how to create positive actions to counteract them. And again, this is something that Heather Ash covers in Warrior Goddess Training. So really, really um, do a deep dive in, into what she says. It's really eye-opening. So one energy technique that you can use that can help you with this, in addition to the techniques that she offers in the book, is called the emotional freedom technique or EFT and a lot of you may have heard of this it's a wonderful tool that uses certain points on the body that you tap on while processing emotions and energies you can uh, very often find in your area especially the more urban areas people who are certified in facilitating this and so I highly recommend if you're interested if this resonates with you finding um, a certified EFT practitioner that can help you with this. Another tool is stalking or what is called awareness training. And this is where you become extremely self-vigilant about your reactions and responses to everything, thereby being able to identify um, where your core strategies are used and how they need to be addressed. So I invite you to look more into these two techniques, EFT and awareness training, and dive further into the two key components of clarity and authentic action taking in order to help reclaim your power and strength. And like anything else, it's going to take time and dedication. And the more you work at it, the better you'll get, and the, the more results you will see. It's just like working with magic, right? You, the more you practice your magic, the better you get. So that is it for this week. Have a wonderful full goddess moon. And until next time, may the magic you make, make your life magical. Blessings on your journey.
Hi everyone, and welcome to the Warrior Goddess Witchcraft Podcast. I'm Teresa Edge, and today we'll be talking about the magic of opening your heart, which is Lesson 7 in the Warrior Goddess Training Book for those of you following along. So, to me, this lesson is actually the most pivotal, because it talks about the wisdom of the heart and compassion and loving-kindness. And this speaks directly to the goddess's journey, where we explore those qualities as they connect us to our magic, and it also aligns perfectly to the energy source of the heart chakra. Let's explore that first. The element of the heart chakra is air. Because it is the central chakra of the main seven that we work with, it helps us with balance and walking between the realms of the physical and spiritual. Here we learn to rise above the mundane and everything that wants to drag us down or keep us rooted when we need to fly. Forgiveness is a key example of this. That feeling of a weight being lifted off of your shoulders when you finally let go of the burden of anger or failed expectation, that is your roots being uplifted and your ability to fly comes upon you, okay? So the heart chakra teaches us that through unconditional love and compassion for others, we can accept others for who they truly are and in turn, and maybe most importantly, we can also accept ourselves. So it comes full circle. Now the experience of finally finding self-love and self-compassion and self-acceptance is what opens our hearts and allows our magic and unlimited possibilities to flow freely. As we discover in the goddess's journey, our connection to the sacred and to the source of our divinity and magic is empowered once we embrace ourselves as the physical embodiment of all that is sacred in and of itself. This is the enlightenment that we seek, this epiphany that opens the door to our unlimited power and wisdom. When we finally make that deep connection, we feel it on every level of our being. Our mental awareness expands. Physically, we feel more powerful. Our energetic bodies kind of tingle with that influx of sacred cosmic energy. And emotionally, we feel more whole and healed. Our truth and our purpose actually become more clear, and this paves the way to our ability to create fantastic and powerful magic. The more we work with the energy of the heart chakra and study the wisdom of the goddess's journey, the deeper we connect ourselves to our higher selves and all that is. A wonderful way to work with this energy is by practicing metta. This Buddhist meditation can be found on page 98 of the Warrior Goddess Training Book, and it is a fantastic way to open your heart to yourself and to others. I highly recommend not only incorporating this practice into your daily routine, 
but also creating a ritual with it. Consider perhaps once a month, maybe on each full moon, gathering your favorite correspondences related to the heart chakra, to love, to forgiveness and compassion, and calling in your guides and your deities if you work with deities to help you walk the path of loving kindness. Some ideas that you could use are a ritual bath with using rose oils or rose petals, maybe um, some pink candles or heart-shaped candles, or you could make a list of all the people you wish to offer forgiveness to. And by the way, if you do that, please include yourself on that list because self-forgiveness is huge. And take that list and burn it in a consecrated fire which allows the smoke to rise up and your wishes will be sent up into the cosmos. Or you could simply create an altar dedicated to love that you use to start every day and you use it as a reminder to live and act in loving kindness that day and every day. So just you know, pick one of those or create your own wonderful way to create a ritual around the practice of Metta. There are really endless possibilities in how to incorporate the Metta practice into your craft. So just really find one that resonates the most with you and truly explore how deeply you can open your heart through the experience of ritual. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a crucial component to help us walk the path of loving kindness and forgiveness and learning to release what doesn't serve us. I'll be right back. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Warrior Goddess Witchcraft Podcast. I'm Teresa Edge, and today we'll be talking about the magic of opening your heart, which is Lesson 7 in the Warrior Goddess Training Book for those of you following along. So to me, this lesson is actually the most pivotal because it talks about the wisdom of the heart and compassion and loving kindness. And this speaks directly to the goddess's journey, where we explore those qualities as they connect us to our magic, and it also aligns perfectly to the energy source of the heart chakra. Let's explore that first. The element of the heart chakra is air. Because it is the central chakra of the main seven that we work with, it helps us with balance and walking between the realms of the physical and spiritual. Here we learn to rise above the mundane and everything that wants to drag us down or keep us rooted when we need to fly. Forgiveness is a key example of this. That feeling of a weight being lifted off of your shoulders when you finally let go of the burden of anger or failed expectation, that is your roots being uplifted and your ability to fly comes upon you. Okay, So the heart chakra teaches us that through unconditional love and compassion for others, we can accept others for who they truly are and in turn, and maybe most importantly, we can also accept ourselves. So it comes full circle. 
Now, the experience of finally finding self-love and self-compassion and self-acceptance is what opens our hearts and allows our magic and unlimited possibilities to flow freely. As we discover in the goddess's journey, our connection to the sacred and to the source of our divinity and magic is empowered once we embrace ourselves as the physical embodiment of all that is sacred in and of itself. This is the enlightenment that we seek, this epiphany that opens the door to our unlimited power and wisdom. When we finally make that deep connection, we feel it on every level of our being. Our mental awareness expands. Physically, we feel more powerful. Our energetic bodies kind of tingle with that influx of sacred cosmic energy. And emotionally, we feel more whole and healed. Our truth and our purpose actually become more clear, and this paves the way to our ability to create fantastic and powerful magic. The more we work with the energy of the heart chakra and study the wisdom of the goddess's journey, the deeper we connect ourselves to our higher selves and all that is. A wonderful way to work with this energy is by practicing metta. This Buddhist meditation can be found on page 98 of the Warrior Goddess Training book, and it is a fantastic way to open your heart to yourself and to others. I highly recommend not only incorporating this practice into your daily routine, but also creating a ritual with it. Consider perhaps once a month, maybe on each full moon, gathering your favorite correspondences related to the heart chakra, to love, to forgiveness and compassion, and calling in your guides and your deities if you work with deities to help you walk the path of loving kindness. Some ideas that you could use are a ritual bath with using rose oils or rose petals, maybe um, some pink candles or heart-shaped candles, or you could make a list of all the people you wish to offer forgiveness to. And by the way, if you do that, please include yourself on that list because self-forgiveness is huge. And take that list and burn it in a consecrated fire which allows the smoke to rise up and your wishes will be sent up into the cosmos. Or you could simply create an altar dedicated to love that you use to start every day and you use it as a reminder to live and act in loving kindness that day and every day. So just you know, pick one of those or create your own wonderful way to create a ritual around the practice of Metta. There are really endless possibilities in how to incorporate the Metta practice into your craft. So just really find one that resonates the most with you and truly explore how deeply you can open your heart through the experience of ritual.
Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a crucial component to help us walk the path of loving kindness and forgiveness and learning to release what doesn't serve us. I'll be right back. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Warrior Goddess Witchcraft Podcast. I'm Teresa Edge, and today we'll be talking about the magic of opening your heart, which is Lesson 7 in the Warrior Goddess Training Book for those of you following along. So, to me, this lesson is actually the most pivotal because it talks about the wisdom of the heart and compassion and loving kindness. And this speaks directly to the goddess's journey, where we explore those qualities as they connect us to our magic, and it also aligns perfectly to the energy source of the heart chakra. Let's explore that first. The element of the heart chakra is air. Because it is the central chakra of the main seven that we work with, it helps us with balance and walking between the realms of the physical and spiritual. Here we learn to rise above the mundane and everything that wants to drag us down or keep us rooted when we need to fly. Forgiveness is a key example of this. That feeling of a weight being lifted off of your shoulders when you finally let go of the burden of anger or failed expectation, that is your roots being uplifted and your ability to fly comes upon you, okay? So the heart chakra teaches us that through unconditional love and compassion for others, we can accept others for who they truly are and in turn, and maybe most importantly, we can also accept ourselves. So it comes full circle. Now the experience of finally finding self-love and self-compassion and self-acceptance is what opens our hearts and allows our magic and unlimited possibilities to flow freely. As we discover in the goddess's journey, our connection to the sacred and to the source of our divinity and magic is empowered once we embrace ourselves as the physical embodiment of all that is sacred in and of itself. This is the enlightenment that we seek. This epiphany that opens the door to our unlimited power and wisdom. When we finally make that deep connection, we feel it on every level of our being. Our mental awareness expands. Physically, we feel more powerful. Our energetic bodies kind of tingle with that influx of sacred cosmic energy. And emotionally, we feel more whole and healed. Our truth and our purpose actually become more clear, and this paves the way to our ability to create fantastic and powerful magic. The more we work with the energy of the heart chakra and study the wisdom of the goddess's journey, the deeper we connect ourselves to our higher selves and all that is. A wonderful way to work with this energy is by practicing Metta. 
This Buddhist meditation can be found on page 98 of the Warrior Goddess Training book, and it is a fantastic way to open your heart to yourself and to others. I highly recommend not only incorporating this practice into your daily routine, but also creating a ritual with it. Consider perhaps once a month, maybe on each full moon, gathering your favorite correspondences related to the heart chakra, to love, to forgiveness and compassion, and calling in your guides and your deities if you work with deities to help you walk the path of loving kindness. Some ideas that you could use are a ritual bath with using rose oils or rose petals, maybe um, some pink candles or heart-shaped candles, or you could make a list of all the people you wish to offer forgiveness to. And by the way, if you do that, please include yourself on that list because self-forgiveness is huge. And take that list and burn it in a consecrated fire which allows the smoke to rise up and your wishes will be sent up into the cosmos. Or you could simply create an altar dedicated to love that you use to start every day and you use it as a reminder to live and act in loving kindness that day and every day. So just you know, pick one of those or create your own wonderful way to create a ritual around the practice of Metta. There are really endless possibilities in how to incorporate the Metta practice into your craft. So just really find one that resonates the most with you and truly explore how deeply you can open your heart through the experience of ritual. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a crucial component to help us walk the path of loving kindness and forgiveness and learning to release what doesn't serve us. I'll be right back. <music> 